Let's talk Africa, the Africanness of Africa, the beauty, its people, our peculiarities. I was not born fixed or challenge. I was not born with disability. I felt frustrated. I felt downhearted. I thought that I could not contribute to society. This is Unzip Stories. I am D.S. Beller. Welcome to Unzip Stories Africa. I am Lema Kali from Liberia. And today we have Kaba Benedict Kali, an amputee of the Liberia's National Amputee Team. Hello, Benedict, and welcome. Hello, Leman. How are you? I'm okay. okay. Yeah. He's one of the top players. And Kaba has a whole lot of story. You can just imagine. Yes. So he's going to be telling us today his life journey. How has it been since his childhood up to present? We're going to be hearing more. It's going to be inspiring, motivating and cultivating it's a pleasure to be here with you again on another edition don't go anywhere be with us once again welcome to this special interview so who is kaba benedict Kali? i am kaba benedict Kali. I'm a physically challenged librarian. I am part of the Liberia National Amputee Team and also a student. Now, Kaba, what was your childhood dream? Like coming up as a child, what is this one thing you always thought of that you wanted to become? You wanted to do as you grew up. Growing up as a child, my ambition and dream was to become a medical doctor. That was my dream and that was my ambition. So I tried focusing on education to be who I wanted to be when I was growing up as a child. How you could feel what you felt and whenever you thought about this ambition you in um like um for this dream that oh you want to be a medical doctor you want to be a medical doctor whenever it came to your mind what was that feeling you got my feeling was very great i used to feel very very happy that one of these days if i become medical doctor people are going to pay a lot of respect to me and I'm going to contribute to my country and society at large. So whenever I get that feeling, I always focus to be who I wanted to be so that I can contribute to my country in that direction because that has been my ambition, that has been my focus to really run our services to my country. How was your secondary school like? I mean, the journey going to school from, from from kindergarten, from primary all the way to secondary school. 
How was the journey like? When I was in high school or through the journey, there were some challenges. And I came from a poor background. My both parents had farmers where they need to farm and send me to school. So during my high school journey, there were a lot of challenges that I faced. Sometimes I have to go and contract and contribute with the little my parents will have to add it and pay my fees and even to sustain myself while in school. So during my high school joining, it was challenging, but never delayed. I will always focus because I always wanted to be among the good students. So I will always be focused while in the process, while in my journey, I always focus because where I came from, so if I think and then where I'm healing, I will always focus to be who I really wanted to be in society. What was that happy part of your secondary school journey? Like something you could feel very excited about doing in school? There are a lot of forms that we have and there are a lot of things during high school. More especially where we'll have sometimes get together like back to school class competition and other stuff so i the high school phone and a lot of things i can still remember so tell us about life before the accident yeah life before my accident although things were challenging but it was okay because number one, I was physical. So I used to like go about things that I want to do without asking people all of the time. Go out, labor for myself, do those things I want to do, try to do them in time. And although there were some challenges, but I was not discriminated. So discrimination was sometimes were like limited when I was physical and there were a lot of advantage I had when I was physical before my accident, a lot of advantage. I used to help my parents to farm. I was working with a company where I applied. I used to like go about maybe ride motorbike to run traffic to get money. And so many things, sometimes I leave here, go back on the farm, help my parents help my dad go and tap his wine and do other stuff so other things to be proud while contributing to them in that aspect but for now they don't really happen due to the challenges in what year you started working with the company after my graduation 2013 i graduated from the william v s Tubman gray high school 2012 2013 academic i started work with them by 2014 February. I decided to work with the company to earn money and then go back to school. So after my graduation, my parents asked me to go there because of their financial problem. So how did the accident happen? 2017, October 22nd, while at work, because when I started with the company, 
I went first as law marker. So when I improve, I also do I also did recalling and I also promoted as scale up and the same time I also promoted as loading clerk. What on the 22nd October 2017 while on job when I told the machine operator that the law was okay to be destined to another destination while getting the law document into the book and before giving it to the driver that's how he ran into me and i was sitting under a law it was god who did everything because i can even get over it how as someone sorted only my left less were damaged and that's how the one with me to the hospital, the Phoebe hospital, and the doctor said I should be amputated. What was that thought that came to your mind when the doctor said you have to be amputated in order to survive? When the doctor said I should be amputated, my parents and I, we never agreed, but they said that the only way I could survive. So Along the pronouncement were made, I felt frustrated, I felt downhearted, I thought that I could not contribute to society and I was very, very frustrated because it was not an easy thing and I know the challenges we face or the challenges people face living with disability in the country. So it was not an easy thing to accept before going through the amputation. Tell us about life after amputation. How does it feel now? How are things ongoing with you since you were amputated? How's society reaction to you as well after amputation? Oh, life after amputation is like challenging, but it's also great. Because, like I said, it was not easy thing. So I sat and said to myself, Benedict, you have no option. So just accept and go on with life. So yes, after my amputation, there have been challenges. And there have been a lot of dreams being killed because a one person I was growing up having those biggest ambition to contribute to my society and to my country and let one my family. So there have been a lot of challenges, even to transport myself when it comes to that. And there have been a lot of challenges even to my own home. There have been some discrimination. So even in society, even some family members. So there have been some discrimination, there have been some hate. Places that I used to go free, now I cannot go there free because I feel discriminated. So it's not an easy thing. There have been a lot of challenges and there are a lot of challenges that I face. In all these reactions, all these um, feeling, feedback, and all this uh, trauma you went through, how did you overcome it at the end? That make you so strong now, you have you you woke up again and you start to fight the war, you start to fight battles. 
So stay overcoming them or still overcoming those challenges. You just need to accept and we just need to accept and keep moving on because these are many people thought and you cannot just get rid of it right away. So we need to accept and keep telling them who we are in society. So I decided that I should just accept and keep moving on. So sometimes I go places where I feel discriminated and I try making people to understand that we all are part of society and we all are human. So that's how I've been moving on with life. Some of the things I thought of is I have a formula number one. I'm still a being. Just by my condition, I still a human being. I'm still important in society. And then I tried because to the hospital, they had a lady there who can like mustache the foot. So she tried get, uh, giving me some video of other people when I tried looking at them. And then that's how I tried overcoming mine. So in other places, in other countries, and other people living with those challenges, I tried looking at them, how they move on with life, how they even move. So from that aspect, I say myself, I can do the same. I'm not the only person. So that's how I try overcoming that trauma. In what year you joined the Liberian amputee team? Yeah, I joined the Liberian amputee team this year to make the third week. I've been in school in the Bonk Technical College and my advisor told me that I will have some challenges in doing nursing. So I said to myself, I cannot sit and then do nothing. So let me try to do other things. So that's how a guy told me that there's an opportunity or there's a chance that I can join the amputee team. So I tried going to town when I went the first time in May. I practiced. There are some challenges and that the only way I could overcome the stress and I could overcome other things that I've been faced with. So when I joined the team, this year May, I was also successful to travel the team to Turkey for the World Cup. So before going for the um, the game in Europe, what was that feeling you got? when your coach told you that Kaba, you will be going to play a game in Europe. What was that thought I came to your mind? So when I was told, I never believed it. I never believed that I was the one because I could not get over it because I never wanted to think or thought of traveling to Europe or even accepting to cancel opportunity to be part of a national ambition to travel to Europe because I never thought of that. Yeah, so when I was told, I was like happy when I saw myself to the airport going. I was very, very happy. What was the award you won in a game? I learned that you, you, you won an award. Um, what was that award you won? 
uh, when we play France, we won them, and that's how I will awarded the men of the match between France and Liberia, and where we beat them, I think four or five to zero. Tell me about the feeling you got upon receiving this award. It was something that I was very happy. It was not something. It was not award that you know like a call at pawn to present something right. But you know in the game, you who make some good good attempts, they gave you the man of the match. So I felt very happy, and I felt that I was bringing pride back to my country, and I was bringing pride to my country, my family, and generation alike. So I felt very, very happy about my, about the award, and I felt very, very excited. Knowing that you did not give up, all through the circumstances, life showed at you, and um, you kept focused, steadfast, and today you have reached this far in life. How does it feel now for you? I mean, seeing yourself, sometimes life gets so frustrated with us that we feel like giving up. We feel like we want to give up. But when we don't give up, at certain point in time, and we start to achieve life from another perspective, um, the thought is like, wow, thank God I never gave up, right? Um, I could not imagine that I could have done this. I give God the glory that I never gave up. So for you, how you feel now? Knowing fully well that you did not give up. Knowing fully well that while all you went through, society on the other hand, family, relatives on the other hand, with their perception, and you have your own battles to fight, dreams being killed, and yet you did not give up. How does it feel now? So... I feel very happy. I feel very proud. I feel very big wherever I go. And I feel that I should do more positive things because life is all about your very self. So there's a saying that we said, uh, nothing about us without us. So this means that nothing about yourself will add yourself. So person living with disability, the only way we can survive is involving ourselves. So I feel that I should put in more time and I should also be stepping stones that other people can see it or example that other people can see it and even try to do greater things than I did. So I feel very happy. I feel very proud of myself. I feel that I can do more than ever. So there are only a few things done. <clears throat> I feel very bad off because I'm not in school for now since I was told I dropped and I really want to do nursing to contribute to society so that that aspect if someone with this condition can be in a hospital working as a nurse I think it can also serve as motivator or stepping stones for other people who are also in the same condition. What's your message to people living with disabilities? People that find yourself in similar situations like yours. What do you have to tell them? My message with people living with disabilities is there are a lot that we can do. 
this ability is not inhabited. The only way we can make the change is by preparing ourselves to contribute to society just by our conditions. And how can we be prepared? Is by taking those challenges, giving try to everything, going to school, going to vocational school, get those necessary training, go and acquire education, and as we in our aspect, you can contribute to society. Although you may be discriminated in the process, but we gotta fight it out. So, do not feel discouraged of your condition. Do not feel disappointed. Try to come out. Try to give a try. Because you never give a try, you never know. So we can do a greater things. We can do a bigger one than even what people don't expect about us. <clears throat> Lord, erase those negative perception of people towards us. Lord, erase those myth with people towards us. And if you have anything to say to the world today, given that opportunity to say anything to the world about people living with disabilities, what would that be? What message would that be that you would tell the world about people living with disabilities? My message to the world and society at large is number one, let us take people living with disabilities as a human being. Let us try to make society inclusive for everyone to partake equally. Let us look at people living with disabilities as a challenge because everyone has a challenge. In society, those things that you may not do are your challenge. So people living with disabilities, some cannot talk, so we call them speech impaired. That is their challenge. People living with disabilities in the wheelchair cannot move. Movement or walking is their challenge. So it does not mean they cannot contribute to society in different aspects. So let us try to make society inclusive in our various homes, in our schools, in our various working places, so that those living with disability can feel they are still part of society to contribute and let all leave those negative perceptions, let all leave those myths that people living with disabilities are witchcraft, are witches, and cannot do nothing. So I strongly believe if we accept people living with disabilities to partake equally, they can contribute to society. This is Unzip Stories. I am D.S. Beller.